welcome to the online business case study with Jake Lang. Follow along behind the scenes, documenting the strategies, successes, and challenges of real online businesses. Hello and welcome back to the online business case study. This is documenting my business associatepi.com. This is part eight of the case study where we dive into this business. In this part of the case study, I'm going to dive into the next steps. So I recorded, it was actually eight or nine episodes on this case study for my business associatepi.com. This business where I'm selling online courses in the insurance industry to help employees of the insurance industry pass the CPCU exams, this exam, it's kind of like the CPA of the insurance industry uh, that you can use to improve your insurance education. For me, I was a product analyst in the insurance industry, so I took these exams to improve my career, and then I turned it into my online business. Now I'm documenting it. So this is the eighth or ninth video in this case study here. This is the last of these, I should say this batch of videos. What I'm going to do after this, I want to talk to you about my next steps here and what I'm planning to do. It is June of 2022 right now as I'm recording this video. So I'm going to tell you what I'm working on next and what the plan is next. After this, you can still tune in because I will probably release a couple of episodes per year to just update and document what's going on with this business, business to keep you in the loop and to show you what happens uh, based on these next steps that I'm planning here. So that's what today's episode is all about. What I'm doing next, what's the plan with this business, and then tune in to the future episodes and I'll tell you how things turned out, but they will be a month or two apart for the next episodes after this one. So I'm going to go ahead and hide myself here if you are watching the the video of this case study. Again, you can follow along with the full case study and all other case studies that I've put together over at theentrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS. OBCS stands for Online Business Case Study. So let's look at where I am today. So again, the first eight episodes here I've documented from the idea, the launch, the validation, the first sales, scaling, traffic, monetization, uh, legal troubles, the whole deal, everything that I did from 2015 until 2022 today to get to this point. But let's talk about a little bit of trouble that I started having in 2021. Now in 2021, I quit my job and took on my businesses full time in April of 2021. I had a couple of businesses going at this time, Associate PI still being the largest and most profitable business but I got a portfolio of three or four niche online businesses that helped me surpass the income from my day job. So I took the businesses on full-time and left my job. And that's what I do full-time now. So 2021, I started to hit a few rough patches and it went on for a couple of months. This business went from averaging around like almost automatically 5,000 per month. If you're watching the video, you can look on the bottom right here at my revenue graph since 2015. You can see it's always bounced right around 5,000 per month in revenue with some spikes up to 10, 12,000 per month, uh, depending on marketing campaigns that I ran or, or big studying months. I'll have some big spikes that this business will bring in over $10,000 in income in a month. And that happens usually once or twice a year, fair, regularly enough to, to expect it. But on average, 5,000 per month, I can guarantee from this business. Well, right around when I quit my job in April, 2021, something started happening. It was actually after I quit my job and basically the business dropped and started averaging around 3000 per month. If you're watching the video here, I highlighted this section 
in 2021 where something happened with this business and it went from an automatic 5,000 per month in revenue to 3,000 per month in revenue. And that's not great when you're quitting your job and taking it on full time. You don't want to be losing income. And it was really a combination of a perfect storm of issues is what I narrowed it down to. I, I've been working on this issue now for over a year and just trying to figure out what went wrong, what happened, what can I do differently? How can I bounce back? And spoiler alert, I bounced back, back at pretty much automatic 5,000 per month. But what happened in 2021? There's a couple of things. All the exams changed. I talked about this in an earlier episode. With the pandemic happening in 2020, the exams that I sold courses for, they used to be, the exams used to be taken in person at a Prometric testing center. Well, that wasn't possible during the pandemic. So what they did, and, and good for them, they did this, they were kind of behind the times. They moved their testing platform online. They built out their entire, their own dedicated online testing platform where you could take the exam from home. So that way during the pandemic, when you can't go outside during quarantine, you can still study your materials and pass your exam sitting from your chair at home. But while they did that, they took all of their online courses, or I'm sorry, they took all of their courses, which used to be textbooks, and they were really boring, dry textbooks, and they turned them into online courses, which if you remember, that was one of my main differentiators. I was the online course guy. There's only a couple competitors in this space, me being one of the biggest. I came in with a differentiator in 2015. I was the only one that was selling online courses. There's a big difference from everybody else that was selling like PDF study guides or or CD-ROM video lectures, or textbooks. I came in with the online course and said, hey, like this is the new world. You guys are way behind the dinosaurs. I'm the one with the online courses, and so I got a lot of business because it was so easy. It was mobile compatible. You could, you could pull up your phone and study on your phone on my courses. That was a big differentiator for me, and now I'm not the only one doing it. There's actually, I think, two other competitors that are doing online courses, and now the main organization offers online courses because they they upgraded and redid their entire website during the pandemic, including changing the exams. And while they updated their courses, they changed the content of the exams. So they went in and the CPCU 500, if you recall the name of that exam, the biggest seller, they completely redid that, revamped it, changed the entire course, changed all the content. So I actually had to restudy that exam and retake that exam so that I knew the content that there would be on that exam so I could rewrite my course. And I, I took the content. I basically knew what I needed to know to pass the exam so that I could go and write my, my online course. So I had to rewrite an entire course. And then every other one of the eight exams needed to pass the certification, they changed a chapter or two. So I had to go and restudy all of those and just make sure that my courses were covering, uh, or I had to go and retake all those exams and then make sure that my exam, my courses were adequate to pass those exams based on the content on the exam. So it was a bunch of work and this happened in 2020 and I did this whole update throughout 2020 into 2021 and that corresponded with when this this drop in sales happened. I think there was just a lag and there was a time period where the main organization was basically giving away two tests. You could take the old content or the new content with the new courses. And in April of 2021, they switched over to all the new courses, all new content. You couldn't take the old stuff anymore. 
and that's when my drop in sales happened. I think I think something happened there, just with the all the changes going on. People stopped. I think there was less studying happening, and people also just using the main organization because they had their own courses. So why use the other guys' online courses? Uh, less people were studying as the pandemic extended when pandemic first started, I had a huge surge in sales because people were stuck at home and they said, what else am I going to do? I'm stuck here for two or three weeks. I'm going to study and at least pass an exam while I'm stuck inside. Well, as the pandemic continued, less and less people were studying because we're all stuck at home. We're all stuck at home anyways. Uh, I'd rather be outside working on my garden or uh, doing house projects. I'm not going to be sitting around studying the entire time. So less and less people studied as the pandemic extended. Another big issue was I stopped personally paying attention. I told you guys that this business was basically on autopilot. I didn't have to do much. It was automated. It was passive. And I really kind of took advantage of that and took it for granted. So even though I was rewriting these courses and updating them, I wasn't doing any marketing. I wasn't doing any new email campaigns. I wasn't doing really any broadcast messaging or anything specialized. I was just kind of letting it sit here on autopilot because I had other businesses to manage. In particular, I had the Entrepreneur Ride Along, which was by far my fastest, it is my fastest growing business and, and going to surpass Associate PI. But I was writing my book, Step One. You can see that at steponebook.com. That book was published and I started writing around April of 2021. So I really stopped paying attention to Associate PI, stopped doing any email marketing. My blogs got outdated. Um, new competition started sneaking in and taking away some of my business. I saw a couple of new competitors enter the market during the pandemic. Um, so just my lack of awareness and paying attention where I used to be, I used to kind of be on the pulse and I used to know what was going on. And there was no changes ever in this environment from 2015 to 2020. It was just on autopilot. Well, I started paying attention to my coaching practice at the entrepreneur ride along and all my other businesses, putting my attention elsewhere. I was maybe doing an hour or two per week at Associate PI. And because of that, a lot of things got outdated, fell behind, no new marketing, no new sales, less leads, less traffic. All that kind of hit at the same time around April of 2021 uh, when the studying changes happened. On top of that, in April of 2021, this was another major issue that just, I just, I seriously just piled everything on at the same time. And that's why I just, the sales dropped almost in half for a couple of months until I fixed things. But April 2021, I moved my entire course platform. If you recall, I used to be on the WP LMS WordPress theme. I moved it from WordPress over to Thinkific, just because Thinkific is a much cleaner platform, highly recommended. That's where I should have been hosting my courses from the beginning. Cleaner platform just looks nicer, better mobile compatibility. It's not hosted on WordPress, meaning if my WordPress website breaks, people are still able to access their courses on Thinkific. That used to happen all the time where my website would go down and then I'd get angry emails because people couldn't access their study material. Well, solved that by moving over to Thinkific, just nicer platform, never goes down. You can always access your study material. At the same time, I redid my website. I used Thrive Themes. I made a bunch of changes, which I, I made the mistake of not A-B testing. You should A-B test everything to make sure that what you're doing makes sense. Well, I thought, oh, I've got, I've got you know almost a decade of online business experience. I'm going to make these changes that, that will improve conversion. It's going to streamline things like, oh, people don't need all this other fluff that was on my homepage. I'm going to remove all this, tweak, tweak my format. Well, it didn't work. I... 
I hurt my conversion by just mixing things around and messing up the website. It looked more professional. It looked a lot cleaner. But there were some key things that people were looking to click that they were used to being in my header menu bar or in the footer that they could no longer find. And it was hidden on my website. Also, it hurt my SEO because I removed a bunch of my internal linking accidentally by removing content from my homepage and removing it from my my menu bar. So some of my SEO dropped on my blogs. And it just made it confusing now. People were so used to my courses being hosted on my website that now they had to switch over to this new platform on Thinkific. It looked different at the time. It wasn't, I didn't do the best job branding my Thinkific website to look exactly like my associatepi.com website. I fixed that now. So now it's seamless when you click over to Thinkific, the URL changes, but it doesn't even look like you're leaving the website. At the time, though, it was clear. You you click over to your course and you're on a new platform and you're like, what the heck is this? I need a new login. I need all this new stuff. The, the course sales pages were, were worse than what were on my WordPress website. So conversion dropped there and it was confusing. You had to go over to Thinkific, then buy on Thinkific rather than paying through my website. So just confusion that hurt conversion. And if you think about it, so I said my, my income dropped from about 5,000 per month to 3,000 per month from this business. That's really only five or six sales because my courses are priced at 200 to 400 each. But that was enough of a hit. To, that was a substantial revenue hit where I just lost a couple of sales. I, I confused five or six people and just made it too difficult for them to find their course and purchase that it impacted me by $2,000. So it was just kind of the whole storm of I had to rewrite and change all my courses. I had to do all this new stuff, competitors sneaking in, uh, me not paying attention, me also making updates, which which I didn't actually make the updates. My my assistants made the updates. I just gave them the instruction. So I again, I still wasn't really working on the business. I just had them uh, doing this work and they did exactly what I asked. They did a perfect job. It just uh, was my logic was flawed and I should have done some A-B testing. Switched platforms. So all this at the same time led to a downturn in 2021, but it was only a couple of months, but still it was my, my worst couple of month months in, in probably four or five years. Actually, I hadn't dropped below the $4,000 mark in I think five years. And I was at 3000 for like three or four months in a row, 3000 per month. So it was, it was a pretty bad stretch. Now I had my other businesses, which were doing great and still supporting me financially. So it didn't take a major hit, but at the same time, it was, okay, something's up with Associate PI. I got to fix it. So I'll talk about that more later in this episode, but I just wanted to give you an overview of that's what happened. And that was the perfect storm because I wanted to show you this revenue drop because, hey, you stop paying attention to your business. You, you let your finger off the pulse and you might take a little hit. Uh, but first I want to talk about my goal. So this was, this was going into 2022. I sat down. I said, okay, I got to focus on this business again. It's now my full-time job managing this portfolio of businesses. I have to take, take action and make this business what it should be. This should be a $10,000 per month business automatically. That's what the market is telling me. That's what's available. I've hit that number enough times to know that I could hit it monthly, but I've just never put in the work to do it. So that's my goal. This, this should be a $10,000 per month business, $120,000 per year. That's my goal for this business within the next two years. Now to reach that goal, I need 34 sales, 34 sales times an average order value of $300 is 10,200 per month. So that's my goal. 
Current metrics right now, my average spent per customer is around 300, as I said. I get on average 10 to 15 sales per month. Average users on my website, I get about 5,000 unique visits to my website every month. On average, I get about 200 leads, meaning people that visit my website, download my lead magnet, and join my email list. I get about 200 new leads per month, which means my conversion of converting 10 to 15 sales out of those leads and visits, it's about 0.3% of my traffic I'm converting to a buying customer, or about 7.5% of my leads, I convert them to a paying customer. So that's where I'm at right now, and that's without doing much much work, much effort, nothing new. Again, I told you guys that I hadn't written a new course since like, I forget what, the, what it was, 2017, I think, was the last time I wrote a new course. So it had been a while. I wasn't putting a lot of effort into this website, and I was still hitting pretty good conversion numbers, and I was still getting uh, good value from this website, but I wasn't doing a lot of work on it. So that's why I know this. I can double this revenue easily. This can be a $10,000 per month business. To do that, let's just, these are the metrics that I set for myself that I want to hit within the next two years to get this up to a $10,000 per month business. I need a monthly traffic of over 11,000 people. 11,300 is what I said. And that should be simple because there's a lot of content out there that I could write about. There's a lot of keywords out there. Uh, again, if you haven't downloaded already, you can download the, my, my traffic challenge at the entrepreneur ride along dot com slash traffic. I talked about that in a previous episode where I talked about SEO. And that's the exact strategy that I use to find keywords that I can blog about that will drive more traffic to my website. That's exactly what I'm going to do to double the traffic to this website. And it should be no problem. Also, I do almost nothing on social media. I told you guys about that in a prior video. I need to get on LinkedIn that now that I do this full time. Before I was limited, I couldn't use LinkedIn because I was working a day job. I couldn't be out there posting on LinkedIn about my business where all my professional connections are at my day job. Well, now I don't have the day job. So that's my plan is to leverage LinkedIn as a professional network and also start start selling direct to employers. That's something I want to start playing with is the B2B. Now that I'm on my own and doing this full time, I can sell B2B where before I cannot sell B2B because those are my employer's competitors. I can't be selling them training material and making their employees smarter. That's a direct conflict of interest. Now that I'm out of the industry, I can start playing with selling B2B. Uh, so anyways, I, I, I skipped ahead a little bit here. But anyways, the, the metrics that I want to look, target are traffic of 11000 per month minimum, monthly leads of 450 per month, and that would get me monthly sales of 34 sales courses per month. That would be a conversion target of about 0.7% of traffic or 17% of leads to get 34 sales. So I need basically a combination of the two, either uh, improve my conversion on my existing traffic or keep my same conversion, get more traffic, get more leads is basically what I'm saying here is if I you know double my leads and traffic, same conversion, I'm going to double my sales. I improve my conversion, which I'm already working on. I'm going to get more sales. I sell different courses and branch out into different certifications and increase conversion that way. I can double my sales. So I need some combination of the two there. Plus, I need to improve the conversion of my repeat sellers to meet my goals. I've noticed that I used to almost automatically get repeat sales. Somebody buys my course, they're going to buy my next eight courses. I've noticed recently, and I think part of it is that people are dropping off and they're not continuing their studying because it's such a long certification. But I've noticed that I'm not getting the eight sales like I usually do. I might get two or three and then I never hear from them again or they drop off or maybe they buy one course. I never hear from them again. 
I need to do a better job of, of convincing people to buy their next course right away and to motivate them to keep, keep studying. Because if they buy the course, they're going to study. If they push that off, they're not going to buy the course. They're not going to study. And that means I make no money from that repeat customer. So I need to improve uh, repeat sellers. Another way I'm doing this is by targeting other certifications, branching out other certifications that are only three exams long to earn that certification. So it's a lot less daunting. You're not thinking, wow, I have to study for two years, eight exams just to get this certification. Well, instead, start with an easy certification that's only three exams. Pass those three exams, get your certification. Then maybe maybe move on to the CBC, which is a lot harder and more difficult. And I'm already seeing some success from that. So those are those are some of the thoughts in my head about how I can improve conversion and the metrics that I need to get 34 sales per month, to get 10,000 per month in revenue. So what's the plan? One thing I'm going to start doing, a big thing I'm going to start doing is strategically every month, I'm going to use an, a, a specific targeted email marketing campaign to drive sales. I've been using the membership, the email marketing heroes. I'm in that with my friend, Stephen Faust. Uh, he, he introduced me to them and I highly recommend the, the email marketing heroes and their membership. They are basically email marketing gurus and experts and they share their campaigns and they give you their actual campaigns that they're sending out and the statistics and how it's working and the details, the psychology behind the reason why the campaign is working. And they give you their email campaigns, a new one every single month that you can run to your audience in your business. I used their Black Friday campaign and I generated $6,000 in just three days from Associate PI. Remember I told you I average about 5,000 per month? And again, this was during that time where I was having that struggle and I was averaging maybe only 3,000 per month of sales around this time. I ran this campaign, made $6,000 in three days over the Black Friday holiday, uh, about $9,000 for the month of November. And then I ran another campaign in December, a year and a sale, same one they I got from the email marketing heroes. And that generated about $6,000 in revenue for the month of December, which is again, better than my average of 5,000 per month uh, with that year end sale. So that's one of my plans is to run a new email campaign like this each month that's uh, dedicated. It's usually five to 10 days or five to 10 emails through the course of a month with some specific strategy. I might be like the bribe campaign that they offer is basically bribe people. Hey, if you buy now, you get a free practice exam with your purchase or one that they call the escalator campaign where you are escalating the reason to buy your course. And it's a, like a 10 day strategy, you know, giving them more and more reason to buy your course or like the black Friday sale was a great sale where it's just three days long. You email them a couple down a couple times the day before black Friday, let them know it's coming. Then on black Friday, open up that sale. And then it carries all the way over into black uh, into, into cyber Monday and you offer some sales language on cyber Monday. So just those couple of days, I, I, got a boatload of sales. I, I think I was offering a discount of 40% off on my courses. So a major, major discount, biggest discount I've ever offered on my courses. So people were jumping at that and sales just came in like crazy and generated a ton of revenue in just a weekend. So those email marketing campaigns, I'm going to do one of those per month, like one five to day, five to 10 day campaign that's strategically to drive sales. I'm also going to rework my email automation system. I told you guys that I wrote some new courses. Well, I'm testing out new email automation uh, sequences on those courses. One of the strategies is to try and get people to sign up for the free trial. I'm really, really pushing the free trial on these new courses. 
because I think that will improve the conversion of the course. So far, it's working well, and I'm thinking about taking this. I, I put this new email sequence together. It's 30 days. You download the ARM 400 practice exam. You get 30 days convincing you to first sign up for the free trial. If you don't, then I'm just trying to get you to buy the course. If you do sign up for the free trial, I move you over to another targeted sequence that's another 30 days long that's encouraging you to use your course, use your free trial. Here's why it's great. Here's what you need to do. Take the practice exam. Take the study guide. Use this. Use that. I'm trying to get you in the course to use it because I know if you use it, you'll want to buy it because you'll know that it's great. And in that campaign, after a couple of days of convincing them to use the course, get them to use the course, make it as easy as possible, remove that barrier to entry and make it easy for them to access their content. Then I'm pushing the sale and say, here's how you upgrade. Here's how you get the, the full course. You only got access to chapter one. Here's how you get access to the next nine chapters and a bunch of other value driven emails to uh, to encourage the users from the free trial to sign up for the full paid program. And that's working really well with this new course that I launched. So I'm likely going to expand that to all of my other courses and redo all of my email automations uh, with this new strategy. Another major way to increase conversion and sales and hit that $10,000 per month uh, uh, target is I am working with my ghostwriter again. I told you, I want to say it was episode six, five or six. I talked about how I hired a ghostwriter last year, two years ago. Uh, well, I'm working with my ghostwriter again. He's working on nine new courses. We're going to crank out about one new course per quarter. I just launched the ARM 400 course, which is again, a new exam, new certification that I'm branching into in the insurance industry. My ghostwriter wrote that course for me in a month. Then I spent about, uh, I don't know, maybe two weeks rewriting the course, just adding my personal value and special touch as I have taken this exam and I polished it up to make it perfect and, and how I wanted it to look and feel and added the, uh, advanced content that I needed. And then I went in and wrote the practice exam questions. So we launched that out in February as a pre-sale. I got 14 pre-sales and six bundle pre-sales. So what I did is I put it out there and said, Hey, this course isn't ready yet. My my assistant is still publishing this course. It's written, but it's not out there for you yet. It will be done by the end of February. You can get in today and buy it for $200 today. It's going to be $400 when it goes live. I ran this campaign throughout the course of February, and that generated 14 sales for this new course that hadn't even been programmed yet. On top of that, anybody that bought the course, I said, hey, because you bought the course, I'm going to be releasing the next two exams, because there's three exams you need to pass to earn the ARM certification, the 400, 401, and 402. So what I did is I said, hey, I'm going to be selling the 401 and 402 courses. They're going to go live this year, probably in the third quarter and fourth quarter. I will let you today sign up for both of those courses for $300 total. It's called the ARM bundle. An extra $300, and you get access to the 401 and 402. It's going to be 800 for that same bundle in just a couple of months. And I got six people to sign up for that bundle to pay an extra 300 for two courses that aren't going to be written until the end of the year. So a total of 20 sales for three courses that are not even written or published yet. That brought in $4,600 before I even launched the courses. So that's pre-selling. That's what I do with all my courses now. That's what I recommend you doing is put it out there. Make sure people want to buy it before you put in the work and write it. In total, this new course, the ARM 400, since March when it went live, or, or I think actually since February, 
uh, no, no, since March when it went live, uh, has brought in an extra 30 sales total, which is an average of about $1,600 additional income per month by launching this new course. That's pretty substantial. If you're talking about I'm averaging $5,000 in income per month from this business, at 1600 to that, what's that, like a 25% bump, 20 to 25% bump in revenue from releasing one new course? So that's the benefit of how I'm branching out into these new certifications. I can, I can increase my conversion and also increase the amount of revenue I generate from repeat buyers. Because I buy one course for one certification, I can then branch them out and say, hey, have, did you hear about this certification? You're done with the CPC certification. What about the ARM? It's only three exams. You can you can crank this out in, in three months and get it done with. Here, sign up for this three-course bundle and, and finish this certification as well. So I'm increasing my repeat seller sales as well. So I just need to get a customer once and I can sell them my eight CPCU courses plus my three ARM courses. I'm currently in the process as of June 22 of pre-launching the ARM 401 course. Again, I told you that I pre-sold the bundles, so six people already have access to it. I've already sold one pre-sale, somebody that just purchased the ARM 401 for $200. I'm doing the same pre-sale deal. Uh, and I haven't even sent out the first email yet. The first email goes out later this week where I'm going to be telling everybody about the new 401 course that's coming out. It's going to go live in July, but you can sign up and get access now. So I'm doing the same process again for this new course, and I will now have two new courses this year. I have two more that I plan to release in the second half of the year uh, that will go live and continue to generate new revenue. Other things on the plan that I'm going to outsource to my virtual assistant is writing new blogs, bringing in more traffic. That's one that I'll, I'll work on. Maybe I'll work on with my ghostwriter, but that's going to generate more traffic. I'm going to rerun Google ads. I used to run Google ads. I told you guys earlier in this case study that I just spend about $5 a day. $5 a day brings me in a couple new leads. It usually brings me in a couple new sales per month. I'm going to tweak that, rerun it. I paused it for a couple of months. I'm going to bring that back online and start generating some new leads, new sales, and also a new strategy. Usually I send people straight to my lead magnet to get on my email list. I'm going to try and see how it works, sending people directly to a sales page and try and get conversion that way and see if people can go right from a cold customer, a cold lead into buying my course and see if that increases conversion, if I can get a couple sales that way. I have already told you guys, I made a couple of mistakes on my website. So I'm going to update that. I'm going to fix my broken website and some blogs that are outdated. Those are still outdated, still need to fix that. And I'm also running, I'm using the Hotjar program, which is free, hotjar.com. Check that out. It's a free tool to run heat maps and record videos of users on your website. Uh, and I'm using Google Analytics. Those two analytic tools to analyze how my website is performing. I'm watching that right now. No decisions yet, but I will record a video in the future to let you know what decisions I make after I analyze the performance of my website, figure out what's going wrong to increase conversion. So that's coming later. That's that's coming soon about the tweaks I made to my website. So those are, those are other tweaks that I'm making, but the big ones, marketing and new courses, email marketing and new courses. That's it. I'm trying to improve conversion, generate more revenue. Another thing that I've never really said on the podcast before, but I think I will eventually sell this business. I'm thinking maybe two to three years. The website is currently valued around $300,000. If I can bump that up to $500,000, $600,000, I will probably part with this website and sell it and flip it just like I did 
with my website, the Pomsky Owners Association. Uh, that'll be a whole separate case study. You can find that at uh, theentrepreneurridealon.com slash OBCS. I'll tell you how I started the Pomsky website, a little niche blog about a dog breed and taught people how to train this type of dog. I sold that website for 95000 I got a 55 times uh, valuation for a little niche website, sold it for 95000 so with a similar valuation, I know I can sell this website for over $300,000. So so that's something in the back of my mind, uh, potential, and I might get there in the future. But you'll hear about it on this, uh, this podcast here in this series. I will tell you what I do uh, if you continue following along with the online business case study. So that's the game plan. That's how I'm going to reach 10000 per month. Immediate next steps, just so you can stay on uh, up to date on what I'm working on. Is the new courses. I'm, I'm going to launch these couple new courses, email campaigns for those, marketing campaigns monthly. And then I'm going to redo all my email marketing campaigns, fix the website, fix everything else. Uh, but that's basically the game plan going forward. And that really wraps up this case study. Uh, again, if you want to copy this online business, I did put together a mini course that you can download and access to start your own exam prep online business using your day job. That's over at theentrepreneurridealon.com slash OBCS1, the number one. That's how you can access that little mini course and copy this niche business and start your own exam prep business. I'll give you some tips. And you can follow along with the whole case study and all future case studies at theentrepreneurridealon.com slash OBCS. That's where you can get the rest. Uh, continue to follow along with this business and this case study as I continue to make improvements. That's where you can find uh, this case study and other online business case studies for my niche sites. Again, I've talked about this. Check out the book, Use Your Job to Quit Your Job. You can probably find it on Amazon by now, but it's over at theentrepreneurridealon.com slash job. That's a book that I wrote using these concepts where I took a topic from my job and started my first online business. So you can check out that book where I talk about Associate PI and this case study and how you can use your job to quit your job just like I did. And that does it for season one of the online business case study. Well, season one for now, I should say, this is going to be updated as I continue to make improvements and changes and check in once in a while uh, to give you an update on this business. Uh, but you can go back and check out the full case study at theentrepreneurridealon.com slash OBCS. OBCS stands for Online Business Case Study. And the, the full itinerary is here if you are watching the video. Episode 1 was all about the idea. Episode 2, how I validated it. The start, the launch, scaling, automation, legal trouble. And now episode 8, I told you what I'm doing next with this business, selling study material in the insurance industry. So that does it for season one of my case study of associatepi.com at the entrepreneur ride along, uh, the online business case study mini series. So thank you for watching and following along. Again, if you want to check out the whole case study, you can do that at the entrepreneur ride along.com slash OBCS and check out the mini series and mini course at the entrepreneur ride along.com slash OBCS one, the number one. So thank you for following along. I will catch you on the next iteration of the online business case study.